Good day, people. Welcome once again to the Dr. Sleek Show. Yeah, this is your regular host, Dr. Sleek. Yes, the last time we were here, we had um, Miss Monique DeLeon all the way from the United States of America. Today, we're bringing her back. And uh, we're not just bringing her back to the show, we're bringing her to come talk to us on a very sensitive topic, a topic most people love to shy away from, or a topic most people do not want to talk about. Uh, But before we kick off the show, I'd love again to drop this uh, wisdom nugget to every one of you listening. Now, there's an African proverb that says, if you want to, uh, the, uh, uh, a single broomstick can not do so much like a bunch of broom, or what you call broomsticks in one broom. The length, the breadth that a broom will cover a single broomstick will not. So what is the saying? Together, there is so much to achieve. And talking about achievement, or talking about achieving something, we're looking at achieving something today as regards our topic for the day. And we do hope that as you listen, you stay blessed. Ladies and gentlemen, Permit me to welcome to our show Miss Monique De Leon, a worship leader, a speaker, an author, a podcaster, and an abstinence advocate. Miss Monique De Leon, you're welcome to the Doctor Slick Show. Morning or afternoon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, great. Um, so, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Oh, awesome. Okay, um, your book, can you shed light on your latest book? Yes, so my book is called Pursuing Purity Under Pressure, Encouraging Singles and Young Adults Living Pure in Today's World. Um, I wrote it past July, July 2020, and I wrote it because a few friends earlier in the year had each told me different people that don't even know each other and I had a conversation with three different people um, like in one week and they all told me you should write a book you should write a book you should write a book so I was like alright well, I guess I'll think about it <laughs> and, and again they don't even know each other and um, just through different conversations and they were just saying because my story is something that's not commonly heard that it needs to get out there more so that's what I did so I prayed about it and just prayed about some topic ideas and um, my chapters and then yes and then I wrote it um, probably like an hour and a half and then went through the whole I just did self-publishing process and it was done and ready July of 2020 Wow, brilliant. Now, talking about your story and how it inspired this book, you 
you are a virgin at the age of 38. Yes. That's incredible. That's incredible. So can you share your story to that young lady listening out there? How possible it is for one to remain or stay a virgin till this age? Yeah, um, definitely, you know, temptation is real and none of us are above temptation. But it's something that I've just known from a young age that this would be the best route to take versus having slept around with a bunch of different men. Um, It is definitely possible to stay pure. And even if you've already had sex it's possible now for you to remain abstinent until you get married for me it was something because of my upbringing um raised in church which a lot of people are but i didn't have religion growing up i had relationships so they say the difference is just having a real love for god since i was little and then once i got into high school High school was basically like my mission field and since I was always ministering to people, praying for fellow classmates, praying for my teachers in class, seeing God just heal people instantly, it was one of those things where it was like, wow, I want more of this, not the things of the world, like this is what I want more of. So the more I saw God use me, the more I wanted to be used and I knew it took that time in his presence and in his word. So that's what I did every day. I spent a lot of time praying and reading my Bible and being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and God would use me. So it just became one of those things where it was like, the things of this world are not even desirable because I just laid hands on someone in class and they instantly got healed. They threw away their crutches and they walked away without any pain. And so that's why that is what sustained me was my relationship with God because it was a real genuine relationship with him it wasn't just religion but it was real and I saw him use me so that's why it was like all this other stuff doesn't even compare so that's what sustained me again I'm still human and I have hormones like anybody else so of course yes I can be tempted I am cautious and careful not to put myself in certain situations that would be compromising so there's a discipline that comes along with it and i've learned to discipline myself since i was young okay can you shed some light on this discipline because when we talk about disciplining yourself so you can so you so you can you know stay away from the temptations and pitfalls of sexual immorality and all of that so when you talk about this discipline can you shed light on this well if you think of it it's like with anything like if someone if you're an athlete you're disciplined because you get up early even when you don't want to you exercise even when you don't want to you stay away from foods that you really want to eat but you choose not to because you're being disciplined that's discipline we have dis- we exercise discipline all the time and you have to think of it like that even when you're driving in a vehicle you're disciplined to stop at that red light or that stop sign instead of running right through it because you know there could be consequences for that so it's the same thing spiritually so when you are disciplined spiritually you're putting in the work you're spending the time in the word of god 
you're spending the time in his presence you're saying no to things that you know are going to set you back spiritually that are going to be no good for you spiritually it's the same thing we use discipline all the time it just needs to be applied spiritually even when you're in a relationship with someone that discipline is no you're not going to have sex with this person because you're not married to them and so for some people you know kissing touching like that's too much they can't handle it and then they just end up going all the way so if that's you then you just need to not do those things or not so much of it so it's that's discipline and we do it all the time we exercise discipline all the time it's just now taking those principles and applying them spiritually applying them to your love life wow interesting okay talking about uh um for those who have gone contrary to God's original plan because I see the book also sheds light on that um, in your own opinion what's God's original plan for people God's original plan would be for marriage waiting until marriage to have sex that is God's original plan So for those who have gone contrary to God's original plan, what should they do? So this is where repentance comes in, because there's always repentance at the feet of Jesus. And from there, God can totally restore and heal you. And you just start there from where you're at. You just make a decision that from here on out, you're going to do things God's way. Because you come to an understanding and recognize that this is the best way. That there's a reason why God is saying to wait until marriage and you're just choosing to do it from here on out. There's no condemnation. There's no judgment. God is quick to forgive as we repent and it's all under the blood of Jesus if you do so sincerely. And yeah, you just start from where you're at. Hmm. Now, temptation is everywhere. Temptation is around us internet, social media, movies and music. So how can one fight this glaring things that might want to hamper one's pure state and walk with God? So I have a whole course on this called Temptation Under Pressure. And a couple of things I'll just share is how You know, one way is you have to be careful what you listen to and what you watch. Because the Bible talks about guarding the ear gate and guarding the eye gate. Because movies and music are powerful things. And if you are constantly listening to music that's very vulgar, that talks about sexual stuff, all of that is going in you. And if you're constantly feeding off of that and watching movies that have graphic sex scenes in them, you know, you're putting that in you. And so those images are going to come back to mind. Those lyrics in the song are going to come back to mind. So it's one of those things where I always encourage people to stay away from that. Because some people are like, obviously you want to stay away from pornography um, because that definitely can become an addiction. But even some of these movies and some of these shows, they may not be you know, pornographic, but they're definitely like soft porn and they're definitely have some graphic nude sex scenes in them. And so it's a matter, again, discipline, 
that stay away from things that you can control and those are things that you can control sometimes you're in a situation and you know somebody really good looking is coming your way you can't avoid it or they're talking to you and you know again this is where you don't let your eyes linger you know it's there's a difference between a glance and a gaze and so and I always say especially for men you see a gorgeous woman walking by sure you notice her because she's right there but then you look away like you don't keep staring or taking the third or fourth or fifth look like it's discipline is what it is and so there's ways that you can try to avoid certain things um because yeah temptation is all around now being tempted is not a sin and i always have to emphasize that with people but it's what you do with that temptation that can decide whether you step into sin or you stay on the route of purity So how do one now get into a relationship when one is trying to run away from a whole lot of things just because you don't want to be tempted? How do you get into a relationship when you don't want Well, I mean, this is a matter of personally, you know, you praying about is this even the relationship that you should be in? Because the person that you're going to enter into a relationship with. See, I just view dating completely different than most people. So if you're dating someone okay. just because you're can you share your can you share your view on dating? Well, the purpose of dating I see is for marriage. Like you don't just date people just to date people because you're bored or just because they're there or it's convenient. Like <laughs> and so many people they get married to someone that was just there or it was convenient <laughs> or they get married because That's they're true. getting older or so it's like mm. the, because I've come to an understanding that your marriage is not for you. It's really for God. And what God's going to do through mm. you and your spouse. So when you're dating someone, the end goal, the purpose should be is this the person that God has for me that I'm going to marry. So with that in mind, if this is not the person, then you're just wasting time. And a lot of times when people waste time, this is what happens. Now not to say that it it doesn't happen with someone because sure it still can because you still have to exercise self-control when you're in a relationship anyways but I think a lot of times things can be avoided simply because you know people are just basically wasting time with someone that is not for them that's not even good for them but they're just bored or they're lonely and that's why they get into these relationships so if you have a mindset of god is this for me Yes or no. And God is good. I I personally do not believe that you have to spend 2 or 3 years with someone and then go, "Actually, you're not it." No, God will let you know a lot sooner than that. Like if you're honestly praying and asking him, God's not going to allow you just to waste time if you're honestly seeking him while you're dating this person. So, I don't get you. You seek God while you're dating someone or you seek the person why you also know God. No, like if you meet someone and there's a mutual attraction, a mutual interest, um sometimes like you just don't know right away. So as you are getting to know that person, you should be praying about them. So as you're getting spending time with them or talking on the phone or whatever, you should be praying about this individual if this is something that you should continue in or not. That's what I mean. 
okay so now you know why we're discussing you know why we're having this conversation for that person out there who is probably confused you know confused in the sense that okay if i'm going to stay pure if i'm going to run away from this if i'm going to run away from that then how do i now finally settle down how do i now find that person that will that will compliment me so that i now go to, and so i now head towards living the kind of life god has really designed for me to you pray life. you get it so, and you ask god now and god will answer you immediately i've always whenever i date someone within two or three months the very beginning god right away i know it's a no when you date some okay because now we, we need to make this in relative so people out there listening will know that we're not just saying things abstractly now put yourself in your in shoes now on the spot when you date someone when you're dating someone now now um are you expecting to see some of the signs that will make you know, oh, oh, oh this person is going to make me not to be pure? Or you have already assessed the person to know, okay, this person will help my purity the same way I'm going to help this person's purity? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much like because when I'm first dating someone, uh, I make it very clear that I'm, I'm not physical at all. I'm not kissing them. I'm not holding their hands. I'm not doing anything. I let men know up front, like, we can hang out, and that's cool, and we can get to know each other, but I'm not going to be physical with you at all. Because once you start being physical with someone, your emotions start to get attached, and it's harder for you to cut that relationship off with an individual. So I'm very upfront about it, because I don't want to waste time, and I don't want to waste his time either, because if it's not God, then we just go our separate ways. So when I start dating men, yeah, like if there's a mutual attraction, a mutual interest, then I'm like, okay, we can hang out. That's cool. And get to know each other. So, and I'll just be praying about you. You pray about me. And yeah, so I'm very upfront once I start dating someone. And that is typically how it goes. And so sure enough, within like a couple months, um, yeah, I don't have peace on the inside or I've prayed about it. And God's like, no. That's not the one. So is it okay? And then we go our separate ways. And so that's how I do. As I said, it's different for everybody. But for me personally, this is what I do when I'm dating someone. So beautiful. Beautiful. So who's whoever is listening, look out for what works for you. If you're listening to us right now, look out for what works for you. And one key word here is be upfront with whoever you are dating, right? To do what? Be upfront. Upfront, yes. Be upfront. Yeah. Yeah, and and put all your cards on the table. Yes. Do not try to. Yeah. And while you're, you know, praying about that person, you know, I ask God. You know, I encourage people to ask God if there's something wrong. Show me, Lord. If there's red flags, you know, make it known. Um, show me things if there's something wrong here and this is not from you yeah and God does and sometimes that's not always the case sometimes there's nothing wrong with that person it just they're just not for you and that's just what it comes down to and I think a lot of times it's unfortunate that people get so offended and I think that just displays people's insecurities because I've had that like I've had after 
two yeah like after two months of dating someone that I was really interested in and I could totally see like a potential future and how God would use us after two months he told me he's like Monique I don't have peace about you he's like I prayed I don't have peace about you so I was like okay I mean if that's that's the case that's the case so but I think people get too offended like why what's wrong is there doesn't mean there's anything wrong it's just you're not the one this is what it comes down to so I think we need to learn not to be so offended if someone says they prayed about it like I'm not gonna go you're lying or no you didn't you didn't hear right from God like I'm not gonna say that like do you know what I mean so it's one of those things where we have to learn not to be offended because I've you know had experienced that have that done to me and I've had to do that to men as well and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that person it's just they're not for you it's really that simple we're going to talk about we're going to talk about this in another episode we're going to really talk about this because this is very insightful very very insightful because a lot of people make mistakes and then the worst part is when they don't get married oh the mistake will become worse because you really got into the wrong person here and it's go it can really go it can really go as far as affecting one's um, direction in life and mm-hmm. in the future fantastic fantastic wow okay um we have maybe two or three questions to wrap up this particular interesting episode okay back to the main cause purity 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 three times can you shed more light on this purity so ultimately um I would say purity is actually integrity and what I mean by that is because you know integrity is doing what you know is right even if no one is watching and integrity would be you committing to something long after the feeling that you committed it in has gone away that you still stick with what you know is right and if you know the word of God then you know that this is what God is asking is to wait until marriage to have sex this is what you know this is something that he has designed for marriage so that would be purity is ultimately integrity and in doing what's right and what you know is right and there's even a verse in the bible that says you know he who knows yeah. to do right and doesn't do it to him it is sin and so mm. you know besides verses we have on fornication which is just a big word for having sex with someone you're not married to but um Mm. yeah and even see that it all starts with your thoughts really and then it trickles down from there because whatever you're dwelling on thinking on and then that affects your speech and whatever you're speaking out then it's going to start to affect your actions so that's why the bible tells us in philippians 4 to think on these things whatever things are pure whatever things are right whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good report the think on these things and so that's why it's important to put the word of god in you because when more of the things of god are in you than the things of the world it will be easier to make the right decision but we have come to a place where people you know they only go to church once a month and they maybe read their bible once a week and the rest of the time you're putting so much of other ungodly things in you. That's what you're full of. You're not full of God. You're full of the things of the world. So you're going to act like the world. Mm. 
So that's why it's possible to still look like Jesus and act like Jesus in the midst of this corrupt world if you're putting him in you. So the more you put of him in you, then the easier it will become to remain pure. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, great. Okay, uh, let's take one more question. One more question. All right. Um, abstinence. How long can one wait? Or how long should one wait before finally saying, okay, I'm ready to get married. I'm ready to have children. I'm ready to start this. I'm ready to do this. Because not everybody can wait till 38. Not everybody can wait till 35. Not everybody can wait till 27. So how long should one wait? So that young person listening out there. Do you wait until... And Yes, you can. You can wait as long as you need to. It's it's a choice. So I'm like, yeah, it's a choice. You are waiting until, you know you know this is the person that God is saying yes to marry to that's what you're doing that is we're going to come to this we're, we're going to come to this maybe in the next episode we're going to come to this waiting on the Lord the right person because how do you even know the right person is God going to tell you clearly to your ears that's the person then if so why do we keep going into different relationships and at the end of the day we discover this is not the right person how then do we now finally know this is the right person maybe you just give us a teaser and then we'll wrap up this episode a teaser for the next episode well that's again sometimes people are the ones who make these decisions and they don't they're not listening to God it's just their own because they're lonely because they get bored because they're getting older so they're like Okay, is this the one? Yeah, okay. And not even honestly taking time to listen to what God is saying. So when you keep, and this is why even just being in a bunch of relationships is because what happens is you keep delaying what God wants to do. And then your heart has to heal and God has to wait until you get all healed from a broken relationship that you were hurt in. So it delays the what God wants to do. Now, other people... You know, with my own personal story, God could still reveal something to you, but it's still your decision if you want to go through with it or not. Like God can show you something, <clears throat> but it's still your choice whether you want to do it or not. And if you choose not to, then God is going to have to bring someone else along to fulfill the thing that you decided not to do. And that's the same thing for marriage. Hmm. Brilliant. So we're going to wrap it up here and save the best for the next episode. Definitely, if you listeners, we will we will trash this particular issue well in the next episode. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd love Monique to give us some parting line or some parting shot for this episode. Well, just. I just can't emphasize enough about spending more time in the Word of God, spending more time reading your Bible, getting the things of God in you, take time to memorize it, to read it, ingest it, get it in you because that's where growth and that's where maturity is going to take place. 
and that's what's going to help you to make the right decision is by putting the word of god in you so i can't stress enough to spend more time in the book brilliant thanks for your time monique mm-hmm. and we we'll look forward to having you on the show soon again all right people that's our show for today we do hope you have a great great time and please do not forget to drop your comments do not forget to follow the show and i'd also love monique to give out her social media handles where you can follow her ask her questions and also get her book monique one more time tell them your social media handles and where to get your book okay so instagram and facebook are monique de leon music and my website is moniquedeleon.com you can find my book there on my website or on amazon you can even just find my book on amazon and it's called pursuing purity under pressure brilliant people that's our show do have yourself great 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 time all right Bye. Bye-bye.